Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is Eat Sleep Podcast to Beat FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. I'm Sean Hood. That's Dave Taylor. How you doing, everybody? And we are a weekly deep dive into all things professional wrestling. And this week, the big si- the big topic is going to be AEW Revolution, which is uh, we're recording this on Saturday, March 6th. And that is taking place tomorrow on March 7th. Uh, on pay-per-view so uh, and 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 from what i understand uh some some theaters it's going to be playing in some theaters which is kind of interesting nice um but in any event we are uh here this week to do a preview of aew revolution but before we get into all that it is time for us to knock the business out of the way the easiest way to be a part of the show is to find us on or to be a part of listen to the show is go to (laughs) fm99.com and 1069thefox.com Right under the media tab says ESPR. That is how you find us each and every week. Our most recent episode goes up there. You can never miss it. Just bookmark the page. Other than that, you can find us on all your major podcasting apps. Just search for us, ESPR Wrestling, and then subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review when you do, please. It helps us out greatly. I don't know what Dave's laughing about already. Um, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll, we'll get there. But we're on all of your uh, uh, major podcasting apps. So go ahead and search for us on all of them. And in addition to that, you can always find us on social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99, on Twitter at ESPR99, and you can email us ESPR at FM99.com. Remember, if you follow us on social media, turn on your notifications for our page so that when we go live like this, you'll be able to jump in just like Steve Colton and say things like, is that the one with old fat ass Y2J? <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, he, hey, you well, know what? I mean, Steve- I mean- <laughs> Steven knew what to do. He, he was ready when the show went live, and he he had his thing all lined up, and he fired it in there. So uh, if you're here, make sure you say hi. We'd love to uh, hear from you guys. You can email us again at ESPRFM99.com if you ever have any topics or questions or comments you'd like uh, to throw our way. But uh, without further ado, you know, before we get to AEW, there's something that we wanted to talk about because it was a, a big deal. Um, it, it happened, and it's, it's a yeah. big deal. We should talk about it. Um I got my head shaved. No, uh, no. Realistically, what happened was Bobby Lashley finally, finally becomes WWE champion. Uh, it 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 took long enough for them to get him there. Yeah, he is finally WWE champion. Uh, he he. What happened was we saw the Miz cash in on Drew McIntyre. I was a little annoyed with that when it happened, but I turned to my girlfriend that night when it happened at the pay per view and at Elimination Chamber and said to her. I don't like this because Miz is ice cold. There's no reason to put the title on him. I was like, but if this is to segue the title over to, or to get the title over to Bobby Lashley, then I'm fine with it. Yeah. Because Lashley, Lashley deserves it. And I, and I, I will give WWE credit because this was thought out, it, it, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, because they've been teasing it for weeks and then the fact oh, that it happened for months, it, they've had Bobby Lashley uh, uh, looking dominant. Like he was going to, yeah. I mean, the thought process there was they have to be, have to be heating him up for for a, a world title run. I mean, if he, even if he doesn't win the title, but for a for to challenge for the title, yeah, maybe maybe he'd be challenging Drew at Mania or something. Right. And also, I will say this: um, how they set it up, and you know, they teased it. You know, they had the match the week before where he just destroyed Braun Strowman. You know, coming mm-hmm. off the heels of my uh, Elimination Chamber, where he uh, he lost the title in a three way, which protected him. So yeah, they protect him. They they have destroyed Braun Strowman, and then um, just just doing what he did the Miz and all the backstage stuff with MVP and MVP. By the way, uh, a lot of credit for I, I don't know like where the guidance of this came in, but just he just where Bobby Lashley was a year ago was in bed with Lana. 
Well, here's the thing. There, <laughs> this isn't new to them. Bobby Lashley and uh, um, MVP were together in, in TNA and had similar results. It worked beautifully. MVP is great as this kind of figurehead of this group. Um, over there, it was called the uh, the the Beatdown Clan. Uh, stupid name, but it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> they they were over there. They were successful over there. And, uh, oh, he comes over here, and I kept hoping when MVP came back, we would see that reuniting of Lashley and him. And we did, and it has resulted in great things for Bobby Lashley. Uh, some so Look, you look a year ago where all these guys were. Bobby Lashley wasn't, you know, he was, he was like you said, doing the thing with Lana and Rusev with yeah. the eye-rolling at best. Um, MVP wasn't even really in the company. You know what I mean? No, no he, he came he, back in the Rumble. And then, back in the Rumble, and then that was, you know, nothing really happening. Yeah. Um, Cedric Alexander was was – on main event or something like that and shelton benjamin was was jobbing maybe on you know main event um (laughs) that was about it so they were they were doing there there was lots happening there um i i just think that it's been so cool to watch the evolution of this group we've said for the last almost year that the hurt business has been one of the best things on monday night raw and now you look at them, they got the tag team championships, they got the world championship, they look like a legitimate threat, you know? And, and two things I liked about this was one with the dominance of the Miz. Um, and I kind of marked out a little bit. I don't mark out for championship wins, but it was like a happy moment, right? Yes. Like, you know, for Bobby, where it's like this guy was in WWE years ago, and you know, had the ECW championship, kind of the forgotten piece in that whole Donald Trump, um, you know, Vince McMahon shave your head match from WrestleMania 23. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and when you won the title, and then still, you know, putting the uh, the hurt lock back on, on uh, Miz, and just standing in the ring by himself, basically, you know, I mean, the other guys didn't join him, which I thought maybe they would, but it still is like, no, this is his moment. Don't take that away from him. And it's just, bang, just looks so good. Happy, happy for Bobby. Well deserved after so many years doing this in the business. Yeah, uh, he absolutely has deserved it. Uh, he's never he's never been in better. I mean, he looks amazing still to this day. Uh, yeah. His work is fantastic. Um, he he's he's really gotten to the point where you can buy him as this kind of guy who can dominate the brand. Uh, I, I enjoy seeing it. I still think we might get him and Drew at WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. I all, but I also think there's a sideways chance we get him and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania simply because Bobby has wanted that. Uh, yeah. since he came back, he's wanted to, to face uh, Brock Lesnar at Mania, and that is the one Brock match that we haven't had. If anybody that's on the roster for, for Brock to fight, I did have that pull up on our Facebook page. That most people thought that uh, that Bobby would be fighting Drew, which I could see that happening. There's nothing, oh, absolutely, yes, you know, absolutely. These guys would beat the holy heck out of each other, mm-hmm. but but Brock and Bobby at, at some point has to happen. I mean, has to happen. Has to happen. Is this crazy? Now, now we want Brock Lesnar back after uh, Brock needs to go. Now he's back. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's been <laughs> gone for a little. He's been gone since last Mania, really. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's good. The the absence has made us, you know, want him back for some for something special, not just yeah. to have Brock back, but for something special to work with Lashley in what would be, woo, uh, 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 uh a knockdown drag out of a match. Cause I mean, Lashley and him are friends. I, I would assume they'd try to do something cool, but I could be wrong. Maybe it would be, you know, a couple German suplexes an F five, a spear, uh, uh, you know, dominator and you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but either way uh, for Lashley, it'd be cool to see it happen <laughs> just cause he really wants to do that. Um, 
But what a cool moment. Lashley, who's even this big monster heel, when they handed him the title belt. And we should say that throughout the night, they did a good job of this with, with bait and switching. Normally, I hate that, but the payoff was there at the end of the night. Um, in the beginning, Miz is like, oh, I can't. I have these horrible abdominal cramps. I can't defend the title. <laughs> so great. then they're like, hey, look, you need to get yourself in order because you're defending it in an hour. If you know, because he, he the first match didn't happen and Lashley was angry. So then the second match, Miz just runs away and gets counted out. Of course, Bobby's angry. And uh, then we get the, the promo backstage where MVP drops the "This is bullshit." Like, yeah, I, I couldn't like, believe that because, like, whoa, whoa, they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was crazy. And then we went a step further with Bobby Lashley saying he wanted to beat the uh, urine. We'll just use that word out of uh, the Miz. And I'm like, wow, this is—they are aggressive right now. Yeah. And uh, but hey, they finally make the match happen. It's a lumberjack match, so the Miz can't run away. Some things I noticed that some some people gripe about because they have to find something to complain about. When Lashley locks in the hurt lock at the end for to to win, right? He locks it in, and you can see a lot of the guys around ringside jumping and getting excited because they're happy for Bobby. Yeah, you know, and some of them are heels, and some of them are faces, and it doesn't really fit the you know fit the thing, but. It doesn't matter. It's just a, a moment that they're all genuinely happy about. Um, and Bobby wins the thing. And when they hand him the title belt, you see him for, a, for about a, a second. He looks like he's about to start crying. Yeah. He looks like he's about to have that moment that people have when they get the title belt. And they yeah. drop to their knees and they cry. And, like, and then he remembers, I'm a monster heel. And he has to go back. And I, I almost halfway think that's why he went after Miz again. Because yeah. I think he needed, I think he needed to get his adrenaline and like his, you know, he, I, I, I got to get back in that headspace where I'm this monster. I can't, yeah, I can't it, get it, emotional. Putting the exclamation point on the wins, like I'm a monster, and I will say this too, and I, I did see that reaction outside, and I, you know, you saw like both sides reacting, like Drew mm-hmm. Gulak, and you know, it's funny to see uh, your retribution when, um, yes, yes, when the Miz is outside, and you're like, well, you know, and because they don't want to do anything, and I'm thinking like, well, I think a lot of people also hate the Miz, or you know, the character of the Miz. And I, and I think that's a lot of it too, where it's like, and they're and they're marking for a championship win. You mean you just saw a guy, you know, easily dominate a, a champion. I mean, not that Miz is a high caliber star, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it means, but he totally, you know, it's a total domination. And it's like, wow, it, it it was absolute domination. You're right about that. <laughs> um, but hey, congratulations to Bobby Lashley. Uh, really excited. You know what? If it, I, I want it to be a substantial run, but even if he loses it at Mania or something. You know what? He finally got it. I'm happy for him. Yeah, yeah. And one more thing, too, about the Miz winning the championship. You know, there was a time in the 70s when WWF, or WWF, would have transitional champions. It yeah. was a way to, you know, like when Bret Hart losing to Bob Back- Backlund, and then yeah. Diesel winning, uh, Backlund losing to The Sheik, Hogan winning, because Backlund didn't want to lose to Hogan, so you come up with this plan. I mean, that's not what was in the plan here. I mean, it worked because you got the belt off of Drew in a screwy fashion. Yeah. And then, you know, you got a paper champion basically uh, until Bobby wins. But that was always the case. You know, if um, <clears throat> San Martino losing the title to somebody and the guy held it for a month, and then, you know, uh, Pedro Morales wins it or whatever else. So, same situation here. Right. Agreed. Uh, and I still think that there's a solid chance that Bad Bunny and Damian Priest uh, poke, poke, poke the bear on this and make fun of Miz for dropping the title after a week and trying to run away and yada, yada, yada. And that resulting in a match between them and Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania. Yeah, that, that's um, going to be a crazy match. By the way, I was looking at the Lumberjacks. So I was trying to see who was who and trying to figure out who was still on the roster. <laughs> I, I mean, realized that was Drew, Drew Gulak. And I'm like, I, I don't see um, 
Tucker. And then, uh, you know, I was trying to figure out, uh, you know, some of these guys obviously weren't going to come out. <clears throat> yeah. Obviously, who come out? You weren't going to see Shamus come out. So, yeah, yeah, which I always think is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but either way, uh, again, congratulations to Bobby Lashley. Very happy for him. Um, awesome, awesome uh, uh, ending to Raw there. Yeah. Um, then, uh, well, I say ending. It wasn't actually the end, was it? It was like the 10 o'clock hour. So it was like the beginning of the well, 10 no, o'clock hour. Well, I, I, I thought it was the end of the show because remember, they, they said, well, 9 o'clock, we're going to fly. And then at 10 o'clock, and then they... Well, no, because it wasn't... It... it was the last segment of the show was the win. All right. Yeah, then I'm just I'm misremembering it. Either way, either way, I don't care. Well, it was, they were the ring, like it seemed like for you know a quarter of the show. Yeah, right. I do. Now I remember. Yeah, I remember it. And yep, I do remember it now. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm just getting confused because we had all those baits and switches. Um. Yeah. So, uh, really, that's all I got. I mean, I'm ready to move over to AEW. If you are, Dave. I one thing I, I do want to talk about is uh, the passing of uh, James Crockett Jr. If you're a newer fan of wrestling. Uh, James uh, Crockett and his father uh, were a big part of wrestling in the 70s and the 80s. And uh, in fact, he was an instrumental part, I would say, of NWA becoming WCW because that's um, he, he had a program called World Championship Wrestling that was sold to Ted Turner. But in the 70s, you know, they had the territories in the South and they were buying things up like WWF was at the mm. time. Uh, but it was um, in 1984, and you can find this on the network, Vince McMahon purchased time on TBS, you know, the, you know, Georgia championship wrestling was gone and he had this program and they call it, you know, black Saturday in wrestling, uh, because it was a different kind of wrestling. All of a sudden you have this more, uh, cartoonish style of wrestling on the show. And, and people who were watching it were like, well, what the heck is this? Ratings were terrible. So Vince McMahon found a way to sell it off. And the guy who bought that Saturday program was James Crockett. And, uh, lo and behold, after a few years that they bought a couple of territories like UWF, and uh, one of the groups that escapes my uh, memory, but uh, Florida Championship Wrestling, the, um, they had some struggles. He sold it off to Ted Turner, and then that's where the whole Ted Turner, Vince McMahon thing came from. But a uh, big promoter, a big part of the NWA, present three different occasions, and um, you know, pretty much got out of the business when he sold it to Ted Turner. But uh, but a well-respected man, um, irresponsible, and worked with you know not just wrestlers, but guys like Jim Ross, Gordon Sully, uh, Tony Schiavone, and numerous other wrestlers all throughout the years. Right. Well, I, I think Dave Dave summed it up about as well as uh, as well as anybody could at this point. Yeah, um, he, he's a territorial guy. Like I said, before the expansion and the expansion, yeah, eventually he lost out. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know what's funny is I feel like just recently I'd seen an interview with him, um, and I don't I don't know if I wish I could remember who did it. I almost want to say he spoke to Conrad Thompson because Conrad talks to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not entirely sure, but either way, uh, you have to, yeah, you have to have a little, you have to have some respect for the guy without him. A lot of, a lot of what we know is wrestling today. Isn't there. Yes. So, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so in any event, uh, just a little remembrance there for James Crockett jr. And now it is time. We're going to move on to our preview of AEW revolution, or as Stephen Colton calls it, the guy, the place with old fat ass Y2J. <laughs> um yes yes we're going to talk about AEW revolution we're going to go down the card and we're going to tell you who we think might win the matchups i'm looking forward to this um as compared to some other AEW shows so mm-hmm. uh, i'm gonna be a lot of fun they got a pre-show match announced riho and thunder rosa mm-hmm. versus a uh, dr Britt baker dmd and rebel um 
Uh, you know, we're about Britt Baker's status as of late. It's not been as um, I've not been as seemed to be as high on her as I don't know. Maybe it's the injury or whatever else. Or maybe well, I don't. I don't think they're ready to to for whatever reason they're not ready to throw the title on her. Um, and she's kind of the one thing I've noticed that AEW is not great at is finding things for people to do when they're not in a main program, a main level program. Yeah. Um, a lot of it becomes kind of cartoony and we get some good matches out of it. Like I thought that, you know, you know, there was some, there was some dumb stuff, uh, between, um, trying to think like Chuck and Chuck and, um, I can't remember their uh, names. Orange well, Orange Cassidy, by me prior to that, uh, the best friends, Chuck, Chuck Taylor and Trent. I want to say Trent. Yeah. My uh, Trent Beretta, right? Trent Beretta, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they, they, with their stuff with uh, the um, proud and proud and powerful, pride and powerful. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm lost on these names sometimes. The, the team names don't always <laughs> stick with me. Um, in any event, uh, they, they had these, these, you know, I don't know, kind of goofy interactions with them sometimes, and it, I don't know, it didn't always make for television. I wanted to watch. Um, but what it did do was result in some good matches. We ended up having that, uh, parking lot brawl between Chuck and Trent and, uh, Santana and Ortiz, pride and powerful inner circle members. Yeah. And it ended up being like a match of the year candidate. Uh, so I, you know, it, 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 AEW is in a weird place with some of their mid-level programs right now, but you know, WWE is bad at that too. A lot of times. So can't, can't say it's just AEW, uh, in this thing, Rio and Thunder Rosa, um, I mean, Riho's back. She's kind of hot off of uh, um, a return. I say yeah. hot off of. She just showed up in the women's tournament again. <laughs> Thunder Rosa has been ex- has been fun to watch in AEW. Um, yeah. but, but looking at this, I'm like, man, Britt Baker really needs to get some wins and start being taken more seriously. Uh, she she needs to get pro- high profile wins. This pre show thing is kind of weird to see her on, but yeah. um, I think I'm going to pick Britt Baker and Rebel to win this one. I, I will go with that team too because I'm hoping for big things. Uh, this has to be better than that uh, dental chair match or whatever it was we had. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One hope, one can hope anyway. One can hope. One can hope. So that's here we go. Okay, this match. Um, okay, you want to talk about the silliness of the mid card? It's the uh, money match, Sean. It's Hangman on the page versus Big Money. Matt uh, Hardy. I'm, I'm not going to call it too silly, just because I've seen programs like this about money and whatnot before. Um, so the stipulation here is the winner receives the loser's uh, 2021's first quarter earnings. Which, hey, whatever, that's fine. It's a money thing. I get it. We could have just said an, an actual dollar amount, but whatever. Um, in any event, we this is, again, where it feels like Adam Page is kind of spinning his wheels. Whereas I feel like Matt Hardy is actually doing, you know, some interesting things. I kind of like Big Money Matt. I kind of like Big Money Matt. And I don't know, there's there's... I, I, you know, it's like I feel like there's more story options if Matt wins, and they've kind really? of been te- they they well they kind of can continue to tease this whole thing about like Adam Page getting into trouble or having problems or getting attacked or whatever it is, and the Dark Order being there for him, and it's one of those oh. things where it's like I'm wondering if that in this match whether the Dark Order saves him from losing because Big Money Matt may have the help of um isaiah cassidy and um i can't remember his tag team partner's name at the moment um orange cassidy and taylor or no 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 isaiah cassidy um oh, isaiah. The, the young men that he he mentors <laughs> you know what i mean uh i guess is the private party is the name of the team 
Mark oh, Quinn. Uh, Mark, uh, Quinn. Uh, Mark, Mark Quinn. Mark Quinn. I couldn't yeah. remember his name for a second. Yeah. Uh, if they maybe try to help Matt win and the Dark Order helps him, or if the Dark Order is there for him after the fact. But either way, I feel like this ends up with Adam Page and the Dark Order working together. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I feel like after the tragic passing of Brody Lee, there's nobody in the Dark Order that's a, that's, that's a focal point. I feel like they need Adam Page. Yeah. Um, I feel like Page could end up being the new leader of the Dark Order in a weird way. Um, so I, I think I think I'm going to go money mad on this one. But see, but, and that's such a weird thing because you know with heels and faces, and I know it's a little different in AEW because I tried to figure it out from week to week. But you know, but if he's going with the Dark Order, and then you know, here's the thing: is the next pay per view is Double or Nothing. I know it's a few months away, but it's almost like if if Big Money Matt Hardy is going to win this match. Then they go double or nothing at the next pay per view. But uh, <laughs> you know, we're okay. Either I get double your money, or uh, you get it all back. Uh, I'm going to go Hangman Adam Page on this. Um, I mean, I, that, hey, I don't think that's a bad pick at all. I don't. Um, yeah. As far yeah. as well, the Dark Order right now is just not heels. They're just not at the moment. They they, they yeah. physically they physically can't be right now. Um, but yeah, so that's fine. I'm going Money Matt. You're going Adam Page. It's cool. Yeah. It works for me. All right, now we got the uh, Casino Tag Team Royal for a future AEW World Tag Team Championship match. So this is a uh, teams coming out. There's um, a million. There's a million teams in this thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, Bear, Bear Country, two Dark Order teams, Inner Circle, Private Party, Butcher and yep. the Blade, Death Triangle. Yep. So keep going. Uh, another yeah, Dark they, Order team. Title they're, oh, they're, like, let's Pretty look. pictures. There's, there's, on okay. Enough already. Oh my God! Enough. There's three teams in here representing the Dark Order. Uh, that That's crazy to me. Um, you would think that at some point that would mean they have to win, but they don't. I think that the only real option coming out of this, it, well, there's, there's two options, okay? Right. We've, see, we've seen Sammy Guevara uh, leave the inner circle, right? Yes. So Sammy Guevara out of the inner circle. Now, Santana and Ortiz are in this thing. We could see them win. Depending on what happens with the tag team title match later in the night, that could lead to contention between MJF and, and Y2J and Santana and Ortiz, more imploding yeah. of the inner circle, right? So that's possible. So that's possible. But I think the strong bet is uh, Death Triangle. I think it's Pac and uh, Pac, excuse me, and Ray Phoenix. Because okay. I think you get past um, Moxley, uh, I think. Once we get past Moxley and Omega tonight, um, I think the new thing is going to be because Omega's got the friends, he's got the good brothers, he's got you know, the stuff, and they're like, Yeah, I think you're going to need a group to go up against them. And I think the death triangle being Pac, Ray Phoenix, um, um, Penta, and possibly Lance, Ar Lance Archer because he's been helping them a lot as well recently, uh, are going to be the guys to do that. I think that's the big program you have moving forward in the world title level. Um, so I think I'm going to pick uh, Penta, or not Penta, uh, Pac and Ray Phoenix to win this Battle Royale thing. All right, I'm going to go because, you know, you are mentioning teams and you kind of need a team that's involved in something right now or somebody that has like nothing going on but can use it. I'm going to go SoCal Uncensored. I would love to see the Jurassic Express win this, but I know they've had some opportunities and they're working on it. They're yeah. working on it, but... Uh, well, yeah, and there's stories to tell there. I mean, MJF had problems with Jurassic Express once already, so if they become the tag team champions later in the night, there's a story to tell there with MJF yeah. and, and Jericho and Jurassic Express. Um, and SoCal, similar deal. SoCal uh, uh, Uncensored could easily uh, work very well with the Inner Circle. And this tag team battle royal, or I'm sorry, tag team royale, 
mm-hmm. is a little different from your tag team battle royal because even if one partner gets eliminated, the other one is still in the match. Right. Which is which is a different stipulation because usually if it's a tag team battle royal, your partner gets out, you're out as well. Right. Yeah. That's a similar. Which is always weird when that's going on because it's like, you know, all of a sudden it's like, hey, you know, how do you know your partner's out of the ring? I always thought that was well, kind of weird. You would, you would assume the referee would tell them. They'd be like, hey, you're out. Your, team, yeah. your, partner, your partner got eliminated. You're out. <laughs> so in yeah. any event. And speaking of tag teams, Sean, it's the AEW World Tag Team Championship, the Young Bucks uh, versus the uh, the Inner Circle, which, as we know, as um, Chris Jericho and MJF. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see this going anyway, but Chris Jericho and MJF winning. I, it just, <laughs> it seems like that's what's going to end up happening. Yeah, I, I, mean, I agree with you on this. Um, I, I wouldn't have thought this a year ago, would have thought this would have been crazy to see these guys teaming up, now they're teaming up, uh, but it makes sense. And there's really, I mean, I don't see no point for the Young Bucks to be champions, but there really is no point for the Young Bucks. There's no, there's no heat to them being champions. They're not, nothing is gained by them being champions at the moment. There's no, there's no need there i mean they could be champions at some point if they have a good idea in mind for it but there's just no need for it at the moment um it's kind of like we had to put title belts on all the guys that started the company because we made a big deal at all of them and we have to remind everybody that they're important uh but either way i'm still going inner circle to win this one yeah all right uh another of of course i say that and watch sammy guevara cost them the titles well, that could happen too, but I, but I, I'll still go with uh, Jericho and MJF because it just makes sense. Let these guys team up, and then eventually maybe they can fall apart and feud again, and yeah. maybe it'll mean more. If they're going to sing more songs together. Oh my god! Uh, no tag match: Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. It's hard uh, to care. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Orange and Chuck, I, I don't care. So. I, 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 for me, for me, it's like Orange. You know, a year ago was hot. Um, they had no plan for him after that, and that's yeah. an issue. Uh, Miro and Kip Sabian, I don't know. I, I'm going Miro and Kip Sabian just because. You picked Orange and Chuck. I'm going to pick yeah. Miro and Kip just because because we really don't have any interest in this match. I mean, yeah. all, all four guys are talented. I yeah. just There's no heat to the match. I don't care. No, no. I, and I don't know what, what Miro and Kip are going to have down the road, but uh, we'll see. I uh, street uh, fight uh, match Team Taz, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen Sting. It can't end Allen's any way but Darby Allen and Sting winning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can't. <laughs> what, what, I want to say stupid, but what outrageous thing is Darby Allen going to have happen to him in this match? Happen to him or do? Because <laughs> well, I can see him doing something. Um... Well, I mean, let's see, we, we see him get what, thrown in the body bag and the toss. We've had him be dragged across the parking lot um, yep. and seeing it running <laughs> help him out. Um, I don't know. I mean, my money's on him doing something dumb. I, I just hope this guy doesn't betray his career. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. He'll do something insane in this match for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that's going to be yet, but it'll happen. And that 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 moment might be worth watching the whole thing. But <laughs> either way, I, I mean, I'm interested in the match. I, I do want to see it. Um, mainly, yeah. and, the, and a street fight is a good way to hide Sting's limitations at this point in his career. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then you got AW Women's uh, World Championship. Um, it's uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, Hikaru Shida versus Rio uh, Mazanini. So, uh, which Shida versus Rio is Nami, but okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, it, we'll just go with Rio and Hikaru. Uh, yeah, either yeah. way, or Shida, you can call her Shida. Um, and Shida, Rio was a surprise to win the tournament, by the way, because of her. She was a real tanks. surprise. Yeah, yeah. This is this is one of her. This is one of those those 
kind of joint collaborative things that was cool. Um, I just don't think that they've done enough with uh, Rio to make us really get invested in her winning. Uh, so I think Sheeta ends up retaining this title. Okay, I'm gonna go with Rio on this. And all right, because they do the tournament. I mean, I think if you go through all this effort, you're bringing in somebody from Japan. Uh, right. You know, I have you know have her hold the belt for a while. You know. And all. By the way, like, did they just completely forget about like Serena Deeb and, and anything NWA? Because that that kind of like uh, you know wasn't Deeb in there? I'm fairly certain she was in the tournament. Uh was she in the tournament? Oh, I got look. Yeah, she was gone in the first round. Yeah, she so lost. she was there. Which I thought that was weird that yeah. she was gone in the first round because she's the NWA Women's Champion. You couldn't give her a little more, but you know, whatever. Is what it is. Yeah, is what it is. All right, so um, they've been teasing. A big surprise at this AEW event, Sean. It's a uh, somebody that could be a Hall of Famer. Um, could be, could, could be, could be. Now, which is weird because at first I thought, but then when I said could be, except for my first thought was Bubba Ray Dudley, but it's like no, he's already in the Hall of Fame, so it's not. Well, and I think I think Paul White actually said he has long hair too. Um, and if that's the name or if that's the key, then I mean we know it's not guys like 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 Bubba Ray Dudley. Yeah. Um, but but, uh, but then the Christian was my other guess, but he doesn't have long hair unless he like he didn't grow it out. And, and, and again, I I I it maybe maybe I misheard that. Maybe I'm wrong on that because I've seen people speculating uh, Batista. I've seen people speculating like Kurt Angle. I've seen people speculating. Um, uh, what did I see? Who, who denied? Oh, it. of course, of course, people have speculated CM Punk. Well, let's be clear here. When people deny it, I have no doubt at all that they're going to deny it because why would they ruin the surprise by saying, <laughs> exactly. you got it. You first try. Um, See you there. I think Jordan uh, has a good guess. I think RVD that. is a solid guess. Um, I don't really want it to be RVD. Like he was a big star in wrestling 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. He, I, I've watched him in impact more recently. And don't get me wrong. He's still incredibly talented, but he's not RVD that he was, you know, 15 years ago. Um, no. He just there's no there's no need for him in AEW at this point. We've got we've we've got some veteran guys there. We've got Paul White. We've got Chris Jericho. We've got you know some dudes like that. I don't need a bunch of. We got Sting. I, I don't need a bunch of guys um, coming. It, in. It, is is it this concerning that they 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 had a uh, a big buildup for Dynamite on Wednesday with Shaq and this match. Shaq going through a table by the way. Oh by the way yeah we forgot to mention that <laughs> Shaq Shaq showed up. Shaq yeah. was wild out, as the people said, wilding out. He uh, that was crazy. I was genuinely surprised by how well Shaq performed. Yeah, um, I think Shaq knew that after watching Pat McAfee get in there and kick all sorts of ass, <laughs> he couldn't just go in there do a few lockups and a body slam yeah. at the end. Um, wow, he he really that was fun to watch. It was. I, I was impressed. I mean, it is nice when I mean you got somebody athletic, not like a yeah. celebrity, but somebody who's athletic. It takes it seriously. I mean, like I said, like I said, Pat McAfee was great, and and Shaq was great. Uh, the uh, table bump, as Jordan says, was perfect. Um, mm -hmm. The only thing a little disconcerting, and I mean, it's just a different time. I thought like an AEW did have a nice bump on the ratings, but they, they didn't hit the million mark, which kind of surprised me because I kind of figured all this going on, it's a big show leading up to a pay per view. I mean, right. I'm not going to dog the ratings, but I, but I, but you know, I mean, they've been kicking NXT's butt, but I, I just expected. You know, like a, a pretty big night because that to me, you know, you you got mainstream coverage of this going on with Shaquille O'Neal. I, I agree with you, but the one thing that can that that I look at all the time with these is that 
everybody's ratings are down essentially like regular programming uh, like and i mean monday night raw's ratings are down smackdown's ratings are down you know uh, you know they're all worse than they used to be and i mean some of that is due to the product but a lot of that, I mean, really, when this pandemic kicked off in earnest with the lockdowns and whatnot, you saw numbers dropping. People yeah. are just, they they are, I, I don't know if it's just their, their world getting turned upside down so much and they fell out of their routine or what it was, um, or they found other hobbies to interest themselves and stopped watching, yeah. you know, wrestling regularly. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it's, it, everybody's ratings have been, have been affected by this. I think when we get back to a semblance of normal life, I also think a lot of people, can't watch wrestling without people in the audience. Yeah, which is, and I, I get that to some extent. Like, I, I think the Thunder's, Thunderdome is outstanding. I think it's a great idea. I, I you know, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's made the last few pay-per-views much more enjoyable because I, I kind of forget the, the fact that, you know, and I will say this, I, I don't have annoying sign guys, and I don't see that same guy in the front row of every single WWE pay-per-view. Yeah, but I used to, I used to, I used to enjoy that because I, every, every pay-per-view yeah, I'd watch it. I'd be sitting there with you know the look he's in the same seat every time. I'd look at my you know I'd I'd look at the TV and I'm sitting there with my girlfriend. I go there he is and she'd go who and I'm like the guy who's at every show and she'd look and go how does he do that I don't know <laughs> you know it's it's I remember they actually did an interview with um who was it one of one of the uh, uh, higher ups in WWE who was asked about these people who like that dude in the green shirt the smiley face shirt yeah. who, who do that they're in the same seat all the time at these different shows and like. On uh, Raw and and and, and the pay per views and Smack, you know whatever, and they were asked them how they did that, and they said, "I don't know." <laughs> they said, "There, it's maybe you know, there's some deal where they can pick their tickets out, but they're ahead of everybody all the time doing that. Yeah. Like, how do they do it?" Um, but it's it's just funny to to see, and it, to me, I'll be thrilled to see that guy back when it's yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Would, there, used to, there used to be a guy years ago. Um, and you can probably find him on the network. Vladimir was his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to be at every MSG show. Yeah, but you always saw him, and he'd be at the pay per views too. And I met him, he was at SummerSlam '93 when I went there. You remember uh, Hulk, you remember Hulk Hogan guy from the '90s? From oh, I, dude, I used to hang out with that guy. Hulk Hogan guy. Yeah, um, Randy, Randy Hogan, or Roddy Hogan, he used to call himself. His, his name is uh, Eric. Yeah, and he's, he's from Detroit. I, I could I could tell you some stories about him off the air. Uh, and, and then um, <laughs> there was uh, uh, in ECW they had like hat guy, the hat guy. Yes, you know what I mean. Guy. Yes, yes. Yeah. There's yeah. just these fans that you just see, and they become a part of the 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 aura of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can probably uh, interview um, maybe not, uh, Roddy Hogan at some point in time. That might be kind of fun, actually. Because uh, because I used to hang out with that that dude. I used to uh, uh, I met him at we at, at a WWE show, and then we went to a WCW show, and we got like somehow we had like like he got me in the wrestling shows for free. <laughs> nice. Based on who he was. So I would go like to a WCW show at like Cobo Hall, you know, and I was like front row seats somehow because the seats were empty. I don't know how. And then, you know, a WWE house show when it's like uh, Jerry Lawler and Bret Hart in the steel cage and somehow I got in the front row. I don't know how. I mean, that's a pretty good. <laughs> even if you don't know how it happened, that's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, all right. So who's our surprise? I'm going with Christian. Um, we, we have one guy Christian going with RVD. Bet. I'm going to go with Jordan said RVD. I'm going with Jordan. I think RVD is the safest bet. I, I hope it's not, but that's who I'm betting on. Okay. All right. So, um, so the question is, will we see that guy in the face of the revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT championship? Yeah, it's weird. Are we getting two debuts in the same night or are we getting one debut and it's going to be that guy? I think it's going to be like that guy. Cause didn't they do that like when the other battle Royals, I forget who, who came in and Brian Gage. Brian Cage, yeah. Brian Cage. 
Um, but I, I, you know, but they didn't tease a big arrival. They just teased an unknown guy in the match. Yeah. So I, I would, I would like there to be two separate debuts. You know what I mean? Because you've, 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 you've advertised them separately. We've known about the unknown member of the match for a week, like a couple weeks now. Paul White just made this announcement on Wednesday. So yeah. really they need to be two people. Um, and the person in the, in the ladder match could easily be, you know, it's the future AEW championship map. It's the face of the revolution. It could very easily be somebody who's on the indies who is just hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I like to say uh, like, like Jay Lethal or somebody from, uh, Ring Jay of Lethal Honor. would be great. I with the, with the mix with, um, with the mix with, uh, new Japan, I'd like it to, to see it be somebody like, um, Oh, criminy. Uh hang on, I gotta I gotta remember who the hell I had picked out at one point. Um, I don't know um could be could be a from Impact. It Will Osprey. Be... Will Osprey. I'd love to see it be oh, Will Osprey. Yeah. You know, because he held out, didn't get into WWE. Ricochet did. We saw how that's worked out. Um, but Will <laughs> Osprey would be somebody great to see show up uh for this sort of match. And I think he'd shine in a match like this. Yeah. Um, now that being said, he's not my pick to win. Even, uh, regardless of who the announced person no. is, they're not my pick to win. My pick to win is going to be Penta. Okay. Because again, I'm sticking with this death triangle thing. I think right. it's time to really push those guys. Penta is even without being able to speak English, really that dude can cut promos and get crowds behind him. He is a, 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 a passionate person who, who is so easy to get behind and root for. Um, and he's crazy good. So uh, I think now is the time to really focus on those guys. Yeah, I, I, I wish I could say Lance Archer. I know he had some opportunities and stuff. Yeah. He's a guy I've been high up on uh, from even back from. You know, the, well, he's had a good start to 2021, but his 2020 was kind of rough. Yeah. Uh, Scorpio Sky is going to be my pick. I think it's a good pick, too. And it goes with your SoCal Uncensored idea from uh, the uh, Battle Royale. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm good with it. All right. One match left, Sean. Oh, you mean the <clears throat> massage the pipes? Hang on. <clears throat> and now it's time for the main event of the evening. The AEW World Heavyweight Champion Kenny Omega versus John Moxley in an exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW World Championship. You know, please let this be insane. Just let let it be. And I'm never one to go for insane stuff. You, you know me when I when I'm. But just let them go all out and just, you know, you know, have fun with this. Have have fun. Blow stuff up. Don't mm -hmm. cut yourself up too much. But yeah, um, if you could, please, if you could. <laughs> Why well, still going over fifty stitches? Because I know somebody's gonna jump into something and just be all. Oh, they're going to definitely get messed up in this match. It's gonna be violent. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a. Um, Hard to watch in places is my is my yeah. my, my thought. Yeah, if if they, um, if they got it going around the head or the neck, yeah, I don't always like that. But uh, boxing's living the dream here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is Moxley. This is right Moxley's alley as far as this sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I I don't see any reason for Moxley to leave with the title belt. I, I don't. I see just don't. This I either, see this being really something crazy. that needs to happen for. Uh, okay. I mean, but well, the problem is that Kenny Omega is is doing the best work he's done in years at this point, um, and he needs to win this match. 
Well, so you know the whole I mean? thing with Don Callis they, going on. He really off, needs to win this match. It, it wouldn't make sense to take the title off him right now. You know, it's just it's just one of those things. I think both these guys fight, you know, they're exhausted. You know, um, I, I you know, whatever wherever the time limit is for this match before the ring implodes. If they're gonna go with the Terry Funk uh style from Japan, because there's different ways you could do this. By the way, I found a woman. I I, I think they might do something like that simply because um they showed images from the Japan style, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, there was a women's match, an exploding barbed wire match. That wasn't like a death match where the ring exploded at the end. Right. But there was two ladies that were wrestling, and it was, it was. I will say this, it was an entertaining match. I mean, it was, I don't know these two ladies were, it was from the 90s or whatever, but, you know, they did the bumps, you know, they were cut up. It, it was, it was right. insane. I have to, I'm sharing it on her page, but I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is what we're in for. If they go out this way, and you know, the one thing is, I know ECW had some issues trying to do barbed wire years ago that, um, you know, kind of like it was a red flag to the cable company. So I don't know. I guess times have changed. I mean, it's been 20 years. Right. Um, yeah. I will say that I thought the video package they did on, um, in, on AEW, AEW Dynamite, I, I talk for a living, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I thought it was very good um, in in kind of selling the match, selling the performers, and I really liked the uh, touch of adding Onita in there from Japan. Uh, yes. and because I mean he's synonymous with these matches in Japan. Yeah. Uh, so he, I really enjoyed seeing that because it's just it, it lends a little more or credibility to this version of the match. Because uh, it's very easy to say like, oh, you know they're gonna they're gonna do something that's been done in another place and it's gonna be terrible, but. He, he helps lend a little credibility to this. And I, I, I'm i not usually one of the guys who loves the super violent stuff either. It's not my style. It's kind of why I don't really do CZW or anything like that. Um, okay. But I, I got to tell you, I'm kind of interested to watch this. So Megan and Moxie work well together. And this is right up Moxie's alley. So I'm really... Uh, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, I, I think I agree you said. There's a couple things working for this match. It's the two guys involved. Um, it's, it's a blood feud, if you will. Uh, you know, they've, they've been going at this for a while. They, they've had some of these outrageous matches. And it's a match that hasn't been done, I think, in the U.S., if not ever. It's been years. I mean, not counting CCW because that's so underground and, um, you know, so outlaw, if you will. Yeah. This, it, it, you know, I'm sure they're going to do it right. And um, just, you know, wishing the guys, uh, you know, nobody gets comes away too seriously hurting this. But uh, right. let them have fun. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, but again, my pick is going to be a uh, Kenny Omega to retain. Yeah, me too. All right. And that is our AEW Revolution preview. Thank you so much, viewer, here to join us. We realize we're a little early tonight uh, compared to our usual stuff. It's our 200th episode, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe yeah. 200 episodes? And I think yeah, they I, I think they forgot we still do this. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, if, if they knew, I'm pretty sure they would make us stop. Um, you know, but 200 <laughs> episodes is just crazy because it's something just goofy that uh, um, Dave and I and Eric, uh, who isn't yeah. uh, on the show anymore, he uh, became a papa and just didn't have the time to do in the podcast, and that's totally understandable. Um, he's a very, a very happy and proud dad now to a, a yes, wonderful yes. little girl. Um, and um, but it's funny because we just started and goofed around and had some fun, and next thing you know, great balls of fire, the pay per view happened, and somehow that was popular. <laughs> our episode and, and, and we've gone on and we've interviewed a lot of people in these 200 episodes. We've, we've, we've talked about a ton of shows. Um, yeah. We've agreed, we've disagreed and we've had a lot of you with us for a long time throughout this. 
And we genuinely appreciate each and every one of you who has listened to one episode, listened to all the episodes, you know, and everywhere in between. It, it means the world to us to have you as listeners. And uh, we love hearing from you again uh, when you pop up in the comments, Steve and Jordan. I'm looking at you two specifically at the moment. And um, Patrine, who we see all the time. And, yeah, she's going to uh, work right now in the live video. Probably. So. She's going to be very angry with us for doing this early. She's going to be very angry. <laughs> um i just you know a couple of names that just jumped to my brain real fast Josh, so, uh, ben, jeffrey jeffrey benjamin uh we see uh, just so many people all the time who jump in here and talk with us and we greatly appreciate each oh, and Philip, um uh, who comments Phillip. on everything yeah yeah thank yes, you so Philip. um and anybody who shares our stuff we appreciate that as well uh we promise we are still working on trying to do something involving like merch or something like we we, we want to get something for you yeah. guys uh, uh because you've been so cool hanging out with us and, and being a part of this for the run of 200 shows which is just crazy um is yeah. 250 a big deal or is 300 the next one that we point um, to you? I mean, we, can, we can celebrate 250 i mean that'll be about a year from now that'll be our you know come up on our oh know, yeah it will be you're right you're it'll almost be this time next year <laughs> yeah it'll be it'll yeah. be tail end of february next year basically yeah so there you go exactly oh uh, yeah i appreciate what, yeah, the, the guests we've had you know the last Three years and 200 episodes, you know, from Big E to Seth Rollins to Drew McIntyre. Uh, the Miz has been on the show a couple of times. Chris Jericho's been on the show a couple of times. Uh, Drew Carey was on the show. Uh, Teal Piper has been on the show. We've had Sergeant yes. Slaughter. Uh, we, we've had um, the guy who founded Glow Wrestling has been on the show. And, uh, and, and if you, oh, La Lana has been on the show. Natalia. Natalia. Has been on the show. So we uh, just, you know, quite a few and, uh, you know, and we've gone to the vault for a few things, um, you know, before our podcast days with Roman Reigns and you had um, uh, Baron Corbin mm -hmm. um, as well. So it's, it's, you know, I, I still got to bust out, you know, cause only it was in the news and I did, I think it was the week you weren't on mentioned that I should bring out the old Bo Dallas interview that nobody's ever really heard. Oh yeah. That could be kind of good. Yeah. So. That's back in the believe days. Oh my gosh. So. So, yeah, Sean, it's been great. 200 episodes, man. It's and, been uh, great. Here's, here's the, uh, 200 more or uh, whatever. Uh... <laughs> Swatter in his. Mine's gin. You can't tell. I can't see. Uh, in any event, it's been a lot of fun. We will be back for episode 201 next week. It's just not as pretty sounding as 200. Um, and next week will be the review of AEW Revolution. So we'll be getting into that. Uh, without further ado, remember, you can find us on FM99 and thefox.com. I'm sorry, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com under the media tab. ESPR, easy link right there. You can find us on social media all the time. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, podcasting apps. I'm getting all turned around. I started backwards, so now I'm all turned around. You can find us on all your major podcasting apps. Just search for ESPR Wrestling. Uh, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and a review when you do. We greatly appreciate that. And, of course, social media, which is the first time I'm saying that, and whoever says that's not is a liar. Uh, Facebook.com slash ESPR99 and on the Twitter at ESPR99. And email us, ESPR at FM99.com. We appreciate each and every one of you and every message and comment we get from you guys. So please do not be shy. Always feel like you can reach out and talk with us about things about wrestling. And we will be back next week. Until that time, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Good night, everybody. <laughs>